Please listen carefully. Sisters, welcome back to another episode of Everyone and Their Sister, the Bollywood Podcast. I'm Christina. I'm Natasha. And I'm Stephanie. And today's episode, uh, we did something a little bit different. Nat picked one of her favorite Bollywood movies for us all to watch together in person. So glorious. Um, and then we are, I guess, reviewing it or just talking about our thoughts. Admittedly, I don't know that I know what angle we're going with here. I mean, we'll talk about thoughts. Um, I think we can discuss like some of like the funny things that like, cause it's like a movie from the late nineties and it's very dated. So I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even argue that it's dated in the storyline. Like <laughs> the clothes. Yes. But the storyline, timeless tale as old as time. <laughs> Truly, a tale as old as time. Yeah, I mean, like, I think uh, looking back on Bollywood films that I, from my heyday, when the things that I watched, rewatching them is always like a weird experience for me because I'm like, well, this is fucked up, or like, this is something that you shouldn't have done, or this is this what my idea of love was? <laughs> like, like, because it's similar to like rewatching Disney films. I'm like, that's never gonna happen, or like, this this seems like very problematic, but it's like. I don't know. There's, like, hilariously weird things about Bollywood films specifically where, like, the melodrama of it all is just really entertaining to watch. But when you watch it as a kid, you're, like, serious about it. No. <laughs> you you don't uh, understand emotions, nuance. <laughs> emotions are so real when you're a child. You yeah. Know, you feel everything so strongly because you haven't been jaded by life that you might genuinely believe someone would feel that strongly. But that's, I think, an interesting, not to get too deep in this right at the beginning, but I think an interesting takeaway is, is this shaped what love is for you? Given how <laughs> aggressive that man could be in, like, grabbing people, um, is this, has this formed your kinks somehow? Because that was <laughs> not acceptable. I don't think so, because here's the thing. I, this is a very uh, controversial thing to say. I'm not the biggest fan of Shah Rukh Khan, even though he's, like, the biggest Bollywood star, essentially, ever, because he's, like, made it, not made it West, but he's, like, well-known everywhere else, too. Um, I just think, like, probably from too many roles of him in aggressive roles has kind of, like, been like, oh, he's too good at that. Like, there's literally a movie I'm thinking of where he's with the same actress, Madhuri Dixit, um, and she... Plays his abused wife or something, and he's the abuser. And so it was just the continuation of this movie, essentially. Like after well, they get know, married. Speaking of that, because I realize I'm the one that derailed us. Nat, why don't you tell us what the movie was? Right. right. <laughs> uh, let's tell you guys what. Much like an actual Bollywood film, we started completely in the middle. Uh, no explanation whatsoever. This film, similarly, you're just like, I don't know what's going on. Is this a dream sequence? What's happening? And the movie is called Dil To Pagal Hai, which literally translates as The Heart Is Crazy. Um, fun little fact <laughs> about this film is that it actually wasn't supposed to be titled that. There were two other names optioned for this film. Initially, one was Meto Mohabbat Karli, which means like I fell in love or I did fall in love which is kind of a dumb name, but whatever. <laughs> and then one Not, was, Oh, yeah, nowhere near as strong as The Heart is Crazy. Yeah, The Heart is Crazy. They repeat it so many times. They say the line. 
Um, and then the other name potentially would have been Thivar, which means something like attitude, which I guess would have been like an enemies to lover kind of vibe. I don't know. Very weird. Um, and also another little fun fact before I like describe what the movie is Before about. we even get into the plot at all. Yeah. Um, the director, Yash Chopra, actually directed this film and a lot of other iconic Bollywood films, including... Dilwale Dilania Lejenge, which is the film that got Shah Rukh Khan famous in 95 and also is the one that's becoming a Broadway musical that was announced oh. to become a Broadway musical. So, you know, this this guy is like quite famous in the Bollywood scene and these are his masterpieces. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I can't hate him, but also can't love him. <laughs> so, so the story for Dil Topagoha is, <laughs> if I look at the description online, it's like, the story that makes the belief in love come true. And I'm like, what does that even mean? That's it? Yeah. He, yeah. That's essentially it. But the story believed is- in love at the end when he did it at the beginning. Yeah. So like the story is basically about Rahul, which is played by Shah Rukh Khan, who doesn't believe in love and that there's really somebody made for him or that there's soulmates. two people. Soulmates. Like he doesn't believe in soulmates. Um, and he fails to understand how two people can spend their entire lives together. But it's also the story of Pooja. What is this behavior? What is this behavior? <laughs> um, played by Madhuri Dixit. Um, and she believes that there's someone who's made for her. There's a single soulmate for her and that she's destined to meet that person. But keep in mind, she's also a woman of leisure, an orphaned woman Jealous. of leisure that was adopted by a very rich family and doesn't do anything. She doesn't have a job. So Oof, like, bless. she's got time to daydream about this. She's reading romance novels every day. Oh, she's living the dream. <laughs> Steph wants to know what titles. <laughs> A guardian angel. Yeah, who's the <laughs> author? My guardian angel. It was like I think I looked it up, and it was an anthology by different authors, like Kay Hooper, and like which is like a suspense romance author. So that was an interesting cover for that. I mean, they probably literally picked it off a Harlequin shelf. Yeah, directly off. Um, this is also the story of Nisha, which is played by Charisma Kapoor, who's also Bollywood famous um, family. Uh, I talked about, like, the Kapoors are quite famous in Bollywood. She is the eldest daughter, um, and she believes that love is friendship and that one day her dream will come true. Hence, she's in love with Shah Rukh Khan. He doesn't love her back. Not not reciprocated. Um, They're and best like, friends the- who also work together. Okay? Yeah. Very so- important. She's the lead dancer of his dance music shows. Recipe for disaster. Yeah, their musical troupe of, like... What a what a crazy set of characters that I can't remember any of their names for. Just like the man <laughs> in the overalls with the belt. Sonny and Jimmy. Wow. That. I cannot And then I never could those. figure out what the name of there was one man who was constantly in overalls and a belt and mm-hmm. this like excellent headscarf. But I can I never caught what his name was. It's literally unimportant, I think. He's just the background dancer. <laughs> I know, but I loved him because he he was having a great time. Um, the other part of the description of this film, it reminds me of the end of the film and slash beginning where they have like the weird title card. And then Wendy was like, I love graphic design. Graphic yeah. design is my passion. But oh, it yeah. somewhere said, someone is made, is made for, for you. us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a frosted neon font, you know? Yeah, like the pink handwriting. It's literally the title font for Dilto Pagalha. It's like this pink handwritten font that looks like it's like a default handwriting font on Microsoft Word, and then somebody put it in Word Art. But it was also very 90s. Like, if you ever played, like, a CD-ROM video game yeah. that, like, like My Life saw or whatever like that, where you, like, 
hung out with your friends. Like the font fit in with that perfectly. It was very 90s. Yeah. Yeah. And that's pretty much the description of the film. What the description doesn't tell you is that there's these other little little factors that come in, like um, Akshay Kumar, who plays her friend Ajay, um, her childhood friend slash the son of the family that adopts her, and that he love apparently loves her. I don't know that he actually loves her, because they get engaged immediately, and then he's like, no, okay, we're good. <laughs> I made a mistake. My bad. <laughs> Yeah, so there's him. There's his whole story, whatever his story is. They go to Germany together. I don't know. He's a businessman. Yeah. <laughs> they go to Germany. They have a great time. They're what great is friends. His business? What does he actually do? Slash I don't know. Siblings. He's going to Japan in the fall. <laughs> yeah. What business is this? What is unimportant? I'm suspicious. All we know is that he has numerous disguises and. <laughs> Listen, listen, listen. We, you can't just say numerous disguises and we can't not discuss this. This man looked like a completely different person in every single scene he was in. He could have been wearing the same costume, but just like changed his hair slightly or removed his glasses and it didn't look like the same person. I, to, For you to tell me that one actor played this man, I don't believe it. And then to layer onto that, because you're watching this and making that joke, Nat started showing us pictures of him in other roles and this is not one man this is 10 actors who are all sharing one name so they can get cast in stuff but they don't have to work all the time and like i can see it already that they're like oh i don't feel like going out for this audition you the one who's ripped you go for that audition and then they won't they won't be like you're not him because they don't know what i look like because i look different every time it's wild. It's wild. We will put the name of the actor on Twitter at EatsCastPod or at EatsCast um, just so you can see that this is not one man. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, he's a really good actor, I would say. Chameleon. He can he's be whatever he wants. Yeah, it's, it's almost psychotic a little bit. <laughs> like, he just, like, rolls in like nothing's changed. And, um... Another, oh, actually, that reminds me. This actor, the chameleon actor, he hasn't appeared in more than one other film with Shah Rukh Khan, which is like really interesting because a lot of Bollywood actors overlap, especially when they're quite famous. Like, so they you're are. saying there's beef? I don't know if there's beef, but there's also another fun fact is that he was upset with Yash Chopra, the director, for not being paid what was promised to him mm-hmm. initially for this Ooh. film. So this film is the reason why he didn't work with that director for another eleven years. Which Damn. is a big deal because this is like a big director. Didn't so he sign like, a contract though? Like, uh, here's the thing. <laughs> <It's minor. laughs> I sus much like uh, real life deals with people of your culture. Sometimes you just don't work out the details in on paper. <laughs> right. I'm sure there was like a little like I don't know like a little coffee date or something. They're like, all right, we'll be paid this, and then he wasn't paid that. <laughs> yeah i don't know how bollywood deals work but i they don't seem like they're always above board much like as we as we noted um so so one of my favorite songs from the film um i think it's called chuck doom doom i don't know if that's actually the title but that's what they say in the beginning the children that say that but they have children dancing in the middle of like children uh, it looks like homeless children dancing in the middle of like uh like a rundown church that has no roof and it's raining the whole time. And these these are real children dancing. And you're like, uh, did they pay them? I don't know. <laughs> if they when did, did, when did child minimally. labor laws come? 
Probably only for the States. They could have just been like, oh, this is like a dance school for children. We'll just borrow them for a day or something. But like in the in the fake rain for that long? I don't know. It seems questionable to me. Still still what a banging it, song though. <laughs> what it all comes down to though is that we watched a movie about a love square. Your classic love square. AJ quote unquote loves Pooja. Nisha lo- genuinely loved Raul. Justice for Nisha constantly. Um, and then Raul and Pooja obviously fell in love with each other because Pooja was basically his dream girl. He had a dream about a girl named Maya and put on a show about her and then discovers Pooja, who is that dream girl. She's not like the other girls. Yes. She's classic. Mm-hmm. We she's had pick me girl. girl. We had to repeat it many times because exactly. like, she's not- every once in a while, Christina would turn on and be like, why is she doing this? And be like, she's not like other. She can't sleep on her bed the normal way because she's not like other girls. <laughs> She's just like, but also it's because she doesn't have a job. Yeah, she can do whatever she wants. She's running through the fields every afternoon. She shows up to her first, her first audition slash meeting with um, Rahul three hours late and does not apologize. Just comes in three hours late and they put the spotlight on her. They're like, oh, we can begin now. And I'm like, it's because she's a woman of leisure. She's not used to. To like timelines, to timelines. She doesn't know. She's just like whatever. But also, this comes to the fact that this also brings me to the fact that she doesn't actually officially meet Rahul until like what an hour into the film. Oh my god, we watched this movie for so long, and I (laughs) looked at it and I was like, they meet right? Like, do they like meet right at the end? And it's like a thunder thing where it's like, and suddenly they're in love, and the whole movie doesn't matter because it takes so long. Also. I, so I enjoy Bollywood movies. I've watched Bollywood movies in the past, but typically I have watched them in like a dollar theater or like what used to be the Empire Theaters at Square One. And so I would just pick a cover, go and sit. But like sometimes they have intermissions. <laughs> um, and just like, I guess when you're in a theater, you don't notice it. While we were watching this, I was like, this is the longest movie that has ever been made. Because even though it was two and a half hours, they used every single minute of that two and a half hours. And the fact that they don't meet for so long and like Nisha has this really great moment where she tells Raul, I need to leave because I'm in love with you and you're not in love with me. And so I need to go away and figure my shit out. And then for some reason, they do that scene again, 30, 45 minutes later. And you're like, didn't we do this? We've been here before. So there were just moments where this movie felt so long. I like as we got near the end, I was like, are we going to? Are they gonna get together? Like, how but is I, this? It's no insta love, which I appreciate. Like, yeah, they gave works. me. I know. I know her feelings. I know she's a woman of leisure. She's bored. She's looking for a man. You know what I mean? Like, they gave me all the info I needed to be satisfied by the end of this two two hour extravaganza, which is a success in my mind. I could use that more in in like Western films. <laughs> for being honest, I will say they did spend too much time on things that I was like. We could have cut this part. <laughs> Why did they go to her sister's, sister's house? Because she needed that totem. Who raised her? She but needed then the totems t- don't she, come back afterwards. No, she sees, she sees that totem in the dressing room when she's having her existential crisis about if she should love him. She sees that totem, so it had a purpose. <laughs> it was I just, so okay. long. So, like, 
I love the songs of this film. So like what, rewatching this film, I don't actually rewatch the whole thing. I only ever, like I said, I only ever watch the songs of the film and not even all of them. Just yeah, like because who main... has six hours to spare? It truly. Um, but but like I'll rewatch. rewatch like my favorite songs and stuff like that. So like rewatching this film, I was like, they made so many questionable decisions. Like I knew obviously that there had to be a scene with some mountains in the background, so they had to go somewhere with mountains. Um, so like obviously they go to the mountains where her not her sister technically she calls her Thay, which means aunt as well technically. On yeah, the because she side. raised her. Yeah, or, or or she taught her how to dance. Yeah, like she was like an orphan, but like it's also kind of like confusing because they show a scene, like a flashback to when the police brought her to her aunt and uncle who she lives with, which aren't her biological aunt and uncle, presumably. But they might be, we don't know. Yeah, they might be. But like they they bring her there like she just got orphaned. You know what I mean? Like it's such a dramatic moment in the rain. But I was like, then when did she go to the orphanage? I'm so confused. So I actually, okay, so I, I realized this. This is what I realized thinking afterwards. I don't think the dance teacher school was an orphanage. I think those are all kids who are there to go to a dance school that you live in. Because they said she went to the dance school when she was older than the age that she was orphaned at. So I think she was taken to her auntie and uncle and then they put her in this dance school. Got it. Okay, this makes more sense. So then she yeah, could be biologically related to that aunt and uncle. And also to AJ, who wanted to marry her. Yeah. Kissing cousins. I mean, that's, that's spicy. Oof. <laughs> um, what were you going to say after that, Christina? Okay. The, okay, listen. This actress is stunning. She's beautiful in every color they put her in. Mm-hmm. I've, like, never seen someone in my life who is this gorgeous in everything that they wear. And she has many scenes, and these were the classic Bollywood tropes I was familiar with, where she's just running in a field. Very used to that, seen it many times. But every time she's running in a field, she is in pure white, and she has no grass stains. And, like, she constantly, like, tumbles into the grass while she waves, like, a white pashmina-style thing around her face, and it gets caught in the wind into her, and she, like, stumbles. Your pants would be dirty! I don't care how rich you are, the pants we wear, and every time I watched it, my brain just for some reason could not stop thinking, put her in another color. (laughs) Just put her in another color. Because every time I saw that, I was like, the people who work for you, like the people that have to clean those clothes where you're constantly running around in the grass and white, poor them. We know they're not getting paid enough to deal with your stains, Pooja. What is this behavior? (laughs) Also, like speaking of costumes, I was like looking up like some fun facts about this film because it's also coming up on 25 years, I think, this year that this film wow. came out. That's well, yeah, long time. Um, and it started with the stupid car thing. So like Rahul drives this red car that's also a convertible, and it looks like a toy, toy car, car, and it just has like the symbol DC on it, and then it says DC four by four on the side, and it looks like large but tiny, like it's like a Barbie car basically. Yeah, I, it looks like one of those cars. You know, when you're a kid and you get the plastic car that you run with your feet. Yeah, yeah, it looks, it looks exactly like, that. like that. And it's funny because I was like, oh, let's just Google what car this is because I think I want it. <laughs> No, like I was like, how much is this car? Can I buy it? You're a disturbing person. Yeah, I can't buy it. We live in Canada. <laughs> the car wasn't even a convertible in that you could cover it up. Don't don't worry about it. <laughs> but anyway, I looked it up. Erotic. They designed this car for this film, 
So it's not even a real car, and it just sits in a museum now. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh. <laughs> what is the, like, power you have to have that you can get a car to that? Because presumably, the car worked. Like, they're seen the genuinely car. driving it. It's genuinely so a unless, real car. <laughs> unless they are also powering it with their feet. <laughs> it's a real fucking car that you got designed for a movie. And that's, like, it's in a bunch of shots where they're like, but that's not their car. Like, at one point, two random characters get married and they drive off in that in car. That car. But that's Raul's yeah. car. And we're like, I guess when you have a car specially designed, you have to make sure it's in as many scenes as humanly possible. Yeah. But okay, when I was looking up that fact, I also found out about, like, the clothing stuff. And, like, Yash, um, whatever, the director, um, he, I guess, like, had all the say on the costumes like he was very specific about what Maduri was allowed to wear which was kind of weird but I guess like he was like I have a very specific thing in mind and he rejected like 54 other costumes apparently there were so many but like thinking about that I'm like think about how many costumes were actually legitimately made for this movie in total then there because they were like millions and millions of costume changes because it's yeah. a long movie with many scenes and a lot of scenes are not very long so, like, and I will say, like, I guess to his credit and the people that made it, the costuming worked. Like, it was very clear that Pooja is not like the other girls and that she's a more <laughs> old school girl. Because in comparison, Nisha is wearing super, super modern, very pop star-like, very dancer-like clothing. She's constantly in, like, tight pants with flares because it was the 90s. Her clothes are very, like, spandex, leather, shiny. She had that Dolce & Gabbana clear bag. All like, those, all her fashion choices are now popular now. Like, if you go on yeah. TikTok, the kids are all wearing them, so. Steph is going to buy a leotard. Even at the party that she goes to, was it the Valentine's Day party? Valentine's She's party. wearing that amazing, like, that's definitely, like, a, like a homemade, hand-sewn thing. But it's got this, like, amazing little collar and it like juts like it looks very sexy and i'm like oh okay drama <laughs> she came she came to make a splash um and she did and it was like the so the movie starts you off in the middle of a song and again you have that moment where you're like am i watching a dream sequence like what is this and the song is like 15 minutes long it's perfection so as you get to the end, you realize like, oh, okay, she's the main dancer. They're in the middle of a show. So the whole thing was a stage. But I think it worked out really perfectly because kind of immediately, you know, like this isn't like she's clearly some kind of performer, pop star, something because of the way that the song is being put on. But it was it was very it was very fun. It was very much a good time and i i was gonna wait till the end to bring this up but i do feel we're nearing that sort of general area and so i want to quickly highlight something very important to me i know exactly um, what you're gonna say I know what she does <laughs> the audacity of natasha to not enjoy mama mia when this fucking movie is mama mia adjacent one million thousand percent the the fucking music 
the styling of it, the costumes, the very first scene, literally we were set, we were not even seven seconds into this movie. And I looked over at Steph and I go, and she doesn't like Mamma Mia, huh? Because this is the same as the final dancing scene at the end of Mamma Mia. So it's one of those situations where, again, I like to reiterate to the world that this is an issue of Natasha not opening up her heart, deciding in advance that she didn't like this thing and she wasn't going to like it because Bollywood and Mamma Mia you they're the, they're the same. Mama Mia is white Bollywood. And like it's Mama, true. Here, here's it's the true. thing. Mama Mia actors they have to sing. So if they're not good, they still have to sing. We don't they don't have a dub <laughs> like the Bollywood actors. So you have to suffer through that and that adds another level to the film. Isn't you know it? what I'm saying? <laughs> I but think it does. I, I as well too because also acting is more important than singing in a musical. It just is. As long yeah, as in I Bollywood love acting doesn't matter. <laughs> just gotta dance good Literally, so yeah so dancing's number one right in the bollywood it's always number one i but it's so shocking to me when they were singing i'm like that doesn't match at all <laughs> they didn't even try yeah. i would say you can definitely tell who's more seasoned than not so like shah this would have been like i don't know his like third or fourth film at the time the number of times this man just did not mouth lines that yeah. were being sung and it was like oh Try. <laughs> try a little. At least try, sir. I also think this film had more songs than normal Bollywood films oh. throughout the actual film because, A, m- musical troupe, um, they're longer songs than usual as well because I-, I know Bollywood songs can be long, but these were very long songs. <laughs> but they're also, like, this film has, like, the classic songs that you would see at, like, a brown wedding. So this is, like, Ooh. these are, like, the song, the classics that you would go to a hundred percent of the time i think this one and like there's another film as well but okay i should also talk about why i decided to choose this film specifically not this woman just hand waving everything i said earlier but all right i talk about you said you what you movie. said i have no response to well it because... technically if nat did this episode we have the chance to each do our own episode to make everyone and make her watch, watch mamia and mamia too i've already watched mamia you made me watch already you didn't bring in the correct energy. And Steph was trying on clothes while we were doing it, so we kept getting interrupted. It's fine. Why did you pick this movie? I picked it, A, because it's, like, one of the most iconic Bollywood films. I also thought it had, like, a good mix of, like, melodrama, good songs, and, like, weird energy for Mm. the romance, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. there's often many of those. But then I was also like, it's not... My first thought was like, it's not as shitty as some of the ones that are out there that I actually still do love as well. Because there's some that you watch and you're like, also, it's not depressing. That's the other thing. So this one is actually probably more of a positive one. Um, I've seen many depressing ones that are supposed to be romantic comedies, but they're like, there's always like a part where you're just like, why am I crying so much? (laughs) Why is this film like this? Um, and it's not as serious. It doesn't take itself too seriously. And there's some that do that. And I thought this was like a good lighthearted mix for like the weekend because like I was like, well, we can't do the ones where somebody's parents die during the film. <laughs> Seen a lot of those. We can't do the one where like also a very famous one and is very like meme worthy and would have been a very funny watch because it's so melodramatic. But the problem is like there's like some real serious family issues in there where like an adopted child isn't accepted by the grandmother. It's depressing. <laughs> um and so like I was like, well we can't do any of those because like I don't want to make you sad. <laughs> 
but yeah. like I thought this was like a really good mix and also like it had like two really main good main actors and also it features Midori and she's my favorite actress in Bollywood it felt surprisingly and this is not like fully being but the best I can say is like western yeah like yeah. it was a like not and not just because of the costume stuff like that but even the storyline his car that was specially made for this reminds me so much of the jeep that men in 90s romantic comedies would be driving because they were all set in California. And so all of them had that same fucking Jeep that didn't have a top on it. So they could have the moment where they were standing up in the car talking to the girl over his Jeep. And you were like, why have I seen this eight times? Basically, Shere Khan is Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, essentially. I, I think it's really interesting when you look at like the history of Bollywood, which obviously... You guys might not be, you might be more familiar with it, Christina, because you've watched a lot of those like dollar films, the older films. At, at some yeah, point in like the 70s and 80s, um, I think probably the 70s, actually, Bollywood kind of turned a bit more Western in a lot of its like look, feel, whatever. They started filming a lot in Switzerland. As I mentioned, there's always mountains in the background. I don't know what deal they had with the government of Switzerland, but there was something going on there. Um, and just like even like clothing turned a little bit more Western in the 90s, I would say. And, like, there was a lot less traditional love stories. Because, um, like, a lot of, like, I, I, my mom used to watch, like, a lot of, like, 60s and 70s films. And I used to watch them with her. And a lot of the stories are about, like, serious. <laughs> I feel like a lot of them were serious. Like, there was, like, a, a dude that kidnapped a woman. There was, like, and, and, like, forced her to be his bride. Like, it was fucked up shit. And I was <laughs> like, damn, is this, like, a sign of the, like, I think it's very indicative of, like, how things have gone culturally culturally over time in india as well um but i always like i made this comment like their clothes look like they're meant for the 90s but at the time when i was watching them they felt a decade too old in the 90s like they felt like 80s stuff like everything felt 10 years behind every time i would watch a bollywood film that feels so crazy because it's probably right and it's probably because we're looking back on it in time but like what i think of what nisha in particular was wearing so many, so much of it looked like Britney Spears music video outfits. Spice Girls. Um, very Spice Girls. Movie. I don't know what it's Spice Girls. Maybe it was just her in particular and everybody else was super outdated. But because her costumes were the best. Definitely Pooja had more of like an 80s vibe going for oh, her. Even the hair was very 80s. Like, yeah, the Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. Like, and she's not like other girls, of course. So <laughs> there's a bit more traditional stuff in there, too. Like she's wearing these like... They're basically like ankle bracelet bracelets that like chime. They're called gungrus, but you're only supposed to wear them during weddings usually, which is yeah. She wore them all the time, but she's, she's not, not like, not other, like girls. other girls. <laughs> that was the sound of her tinkling bangle on her feet was the sound of his love because every time he heard it, he was like, my heart skips. It was the sign, <laughs> literally, literally in the movie, it was the sign down from God that like, yeah. this is the important sound for you. And for her, and it, was for the her whistle. it was him whistling and he had the clearest whistle you've ever heard in your life. It and echoed. it carried for miles. <laughs> like his whistle was down from God himself, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like speaking of some of the more depressing ones, one of the, Bollywood movies and to be fair I could be this might have actually been it might it, it was definitely a South Asian movie but I, I don't know from like which region specifically mm-hmm. but one of the ones that I remember the most ever it's the one I always make the joke of, of like the classic Bollywood running and singing in a forest while a man chases you but that's their like love story like I always think of that one and even that one the woman I, I can't remember if she's sick 
or something happens, but she dies at the end of the movie. And the story is that like him having met her opened him up to love or something like that. And so you're supposed to believe, I think, that he will eventually get married in love again. I don't remember. It's been a really long time. But I always remember that, like, I went into this movie and she's dead at the end. Dark. You know, I I, I think it was she was sick. I think she was sick. So I was rewatching another Bollywood film with Shah Rukh Khan as, like, the star. And then there's this other actress that I like that was in it, too. And, um... I was like, oh, this looks fun. Because <laughs> I remember my mom, it's my mom's like favorite like um, soundtrack that she listens to from any Bollywood movie. And I was like, I rem- I, like, I'm like, why did I not like this movie? Started watching it. It's because it is also fucking, he gets arrested early on f- and accused of killing the love of his life. Like she's thought to be essentially that he murdered her and that he's like a terrorist and a spy from like Pakistan. <laughs> And so he's he's wrongfully convicted and then he's in jail for like 40 years before some some lawyer comes from like, um, what is it called? From Amnesty comes and is like, tell me oh your my story. God. And I was like, what the fuck's happening? And in that story, you find out she never actually died and he, nobody knew. She just didn't go back home, I guess. I like that. She's like, no. Yeah. I don't want to deal with this. It's such a depressing story. I was like, damn, this man's been in jail for so long and this woman just like fucked off. I mean, to be fair, she thought he was dead, so. Oh, everybody, everybody's thinking that everybody's dead. Like the, the police were very corrupt. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that, that, that checks True out. everywhere. But overall, I will say we had a good time. Yeah. It was fun. It yeah. was lovely. It could have been and shorter. should have been shorter. But I do get that, like, bio movies are long. Like, I have been in ones before where they literally have intermissions. Yeah, this one was definitely on the shorter side for Paul. I know. I would say um, it was about Marvel movie length. And and it was just a romantic comedy. Yeah. Which is why it did not need to be that long. Also, and this is like a Western comment, too. Stop making these long-ass movies. They don't need to be so long. The new Batman movie is, what, four fucking hours? Can you is make it? an hour and a half movie? It's, it's super crazy, long. I think yeah. it comes into three hours, something like that. Because oh I remember God. a friend of ours commenting that unless they put a fucking intermission so she can pee during it, she's going to miss something in this movie. The only three-hour movie I watched that I thought made sense was Avengers, the second one, Endgame. Lot, Is that it? What happens? Lot that happens made sense to me. <laughs> so often, so often, I just feel like... And, and Avengers is not a great example of one, but other ones, it's just like, just make a miniseries. Like, you clearly wanted to make a TV show. So make a TV yeah. show, make it three episodes, and then be done with it. Because this bullshit of the, like, oh, watch this one story. And here's the thing. For a TV show, I'll watch 10 hours that in one sitting. No problem. But it has beginnings and ends. It's got multiple people doing multiple things. Two and a half hours watching these two people, one of whom was a sociopath was too long at one point raul is watching uh is watching puja dance and it's like they haven't formally met before they've just crossed paths and we just kept screaming is this a dream sequence because one her dancing was the same as it is when she's dancing in a field in her dreams but two he's just awkwardly standing there And, like, we couldn't figure out if this was happening and she saw him and just continued to dance and he decided to stand watching her dance with his arms crossed like some kind of crazy killer 
Or if it was like they were both imagining the other person. Like, it was so it weird. It was also really funny because, like, when she sees him, she doesn't say anything. She just picks up her stuff and, like, makes eye contact and leaves. Um, What was my... Oh, I was like, no one asked them. I want, like, in... When someone's, like, pitching a movie, did, are they asked, should this be a film or should this be a TV series? Like, does anyone ask that? Because sometimes... Well, they, I, I imagine it's like two different production companies, right? Or very different productions. Well, like H. Well, no, because like Netflix could be a movie, could be a TV show. Eh? HBO Max. Well, nowadays, at least. But. It just honestly, it's even less sometimes of like, oh, you should have made a TV show, which is generally like the art of the miniseries is getting lost because so many miniseries turn into multi-series things, and it's like, stop it. Some things only need four or six episodes, like. Even British TV now is starting to pick up that, like, things are going on a little bit too long. Um, But also, edit. Edit your fucking movie down. If your movie is three hours, stop going, oh, well, because Avengers did it, I should do it too. What we've learned is that whoever's editing doesn't have control anymore. Somebody else has too much control, and we need to stop them. The producers? (laughs) Oh, it's also, I think, the directors that are like, I'm so fucking smart and special. Every single thing I wanted to do. Everybody who watched the Snyder Cut and liked it, why? Why? It was longer. The first one sucked, and so did the Snyder Cut. Justice League was not a good movie, no matter who directed it. Uh, Coming back to Bollywood, Mm -hmm. there are, um, to end it off, instead of talking about this movie, I wanted to give a list of things that everybody really should watch from Bollywood. And as an FYI, this is why this episode was done, and this is why Nat wanted to do this episode so badly, so she could create this list. Exactly. Um, So I do have, like, a bit of a list that's just off the top of my head. The first movie I would obviously recommend is Devdas. It is a historical film um, based on a story by um tagore which is like a very famous bengali author um really recommend that one maduri's in that one and she looks amazing she plays a very like fancy dancing whore essentially (laughs) i'm like i don't know what to call it in english but that's what she plays um like a concubine not really She's like, not like a stripper and not, she's like an exotic dancer, but not exotic. Burlesque dancer? She's kind of, yeah, she's like a burlesque dancer. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good comparison. She's I was trying to think of like the that. name for Nicole Kidman in Moulin Rouge. Yeah. so that's She was a kind sex of, worker. Yeah. I think this woman technically would also be kind of like a sex worker as well, but they don't talk about that part. But okay. anyway, mm-hmm. really great film. Um, another really, really good one, which is very, I would say, probably too americanized like it's got a lot of influence western influence it's called queen it's probably definitely like my top two bollywood films ever and it technically counts as bollywood because it was made through like bollywood production whatever but that one is excellent it's about um a woman that is about to get married and then her uh fiance leaves her and then she decides to go on her honeymoon anyway (laughs) and it's so good um, another one is obviously Dilwale Dulania Lejenge, which is the one that's going to become the Broadway musical. I think probably it'll be more fun as a Broadway musical. It is a really like fun Bollywood film, but I rewatching it, I don't know why it was my favorite as a kid. <laughs> Gonna be honest, it was probably because of her little outfits. They were very cute. <laughs> I do love a good outfit. Um, and then there's like a bunch of others. Like uh, I, I don't know. I'm not going to list those ones. Those ones are good, but they're like you know. 
have what? the have the Bollywood films changed much since the nineties? Yeah, they've changed quite a bit. I would say okay. like there's definitely a lot more Bollywood films with like social um awareness themes i guess yeah. not like just to see but like there, there's definitely a lot more that are like about things that are going on now in society and stuff and they also include like kissing now sometimes which they didn't do before which we talked about like sometimes they'll just like in old bollywood films they would just like run their mouths against the skin of a woman at some point and you're like oh that's intimate which i argue a lot of necks like that's more, more intimate. intimate than a kiss on the lips in my and mind yet <laughs> was allowed more than kissing on the lips and I feel like I've seen more that addressed or slightly discussed the like caste system. Yes, of, or, or which some is level like of that. something that you normally don't talk about at yeah. all. Yeah. So yeah, there's definitely like a caste system thing. They're also starting to like include um, more actors of like varying skin shades <laughs> because if you notice, a lot of like old not not even old bollywood films i would say probably like 80s 90s to 2000s bollywood films all of them are light-skinned if they are dark-skinned they are not a main character no they were and in this one they were the the help they were the servants yeah they're the help yeah so yeah like the shadism is rampant in bollywood and in india and all of south asia essentially shadism is a huge problem to the point where fair and lovely is a thing that is still doing well in the country which is a skin lightening cream. Ah, but yeah. The, oh, oh, one more film. Om Shanti Om. People have to watch that one. Also, just FYI, for everyone listening to this being like, how the fuck am I going to find any of these? Nat will put a list on our Twitter. It'll also be in the description of the episode as well. I will include them. We watched this one on Prime. Just FYI. Also, I will say if you haven't watched many or any Bollywood movies before, and if you need an intro to them because you were not like me, who was not familiar with them because of the culture, but because you were too broke to go to the theaters where they were playing uh, popular Western movies. And so you only went to the one that had movies that had come out two years ago or movies that were in like Urdu and Tamil. Um, There's two ones you should do. One, Mamma Mia, because Mamma Mia (laughs) is a Bollywood movie. So if you like Mamma Mia, you'll enjoy Bollywood movies. And two, Bride and Prejudice. Oh my god. Bride and Prejudice, arguably not a Bollywood movie. Bride and Prejudice is a like Western, like Hollywood movie, but it also is a Bollywood movie. It is Pride and Prejudice, but she is from like an Indian family and he is a British man visiting India. And it like very, very heavy Bollywood. It's got some of the dance sequence, not in the, not as many songs as it should have, quite frankly. As we know, I love the Alexis Bledel's in it also. She's That's right. That's right. Yeah, She's yeah. Darcy's sister. I just highly recommend you check out Bride and Prejudice. And again, I think that's a really good stepping stone. It's starring the most beautiful woman in the world, right? Ash, what's her name? Ashwarya Ray? Um, it stars Ashwarya Ray who is supposed to be the most beautiful Bollywood actress, and it's only because she's light-skinned and she does not have brown eyes. Woof. (laughs) And that is why she's Elizabeth Bennet. I will say, she is an excellent fucking dancer, and she also is the star of Dave Doss. Have you watched Bride and Prejudice, Steph? No. What are we doing here? Why didn't we watch that? It's on Prime, I can see. You You gotta, Steph. You gotta watch it. Maybe we'll do it today. Well, I think that wraps us up for today. But Nat, since this is uh, your baby, 
Is there anything you'd like to wrap up about Bollywood before we end? Any final closing remarks about why you love it? Um, if you like a really ridiculous melodrama, love stories, some oh my god, this fucking look. <laughs> the Sorry, look she's I'm just getting listing off plot lines from Mamma Mia, but no big deal, okay? <laughs> if you love very fun musical numbers and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm just gonna stop there it's fine <laughs> if you like any of those things you'll probably love bollywood i think for me one of the biggest things is the cultural aspect of bollywood is something that speaks to me obviously um but there are like the costumes like the costumes are beautiful oh, i this is like i think like one of my favorite um brand of bollywood film is actually historical because i love the historical costumes more and they spend a lot more money on those and the setting is very interesting um so those are definitely my favorites they're not the most interesting films but i fucking love the costumes <laughs> I just want to, I want to be dressed like that constantly. Like, I, I don't want to be like other girls. <laughs> Nat is Pooja. And yes, her behavior is unacceptable. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you check out some of these movies if you haven't before, because if you have not watched a Bollywood movie, it is a very good time. Just make sure you settle in with some snacks. Uh, and thanks so much for listening. You'll hear from us again next week. Bye. 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 Like, Dancing Queen doesn't exist. Like, Money, Money, Money doesn't exist. Like, A Man After Midnight doesn't exist. A dance sequence on multiple boats. Like, I don't under... Fucking, fucking in the second one, uh, Colin Firth being titanic at the top of a boat with uh, Skarsgård behind him holding his waist. And you have the audacity to act like you are above these movies. It's just like truly, truly an example that this is not a real opinion and that this is your bias.